Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kind for being a part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. Let's make sure that all our automation kicked off. It seems like the paraver, 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 paraver. Anyway, we are going to have a great show. Let me tell you something, guys. Every time I come here, it blows my mind. Yes, there is an Ask Egberto, anything that you want to ask Egberto on Saturday. We will be having that. Anyway, let's go ahead and uh, first, let me get this off of my my head. You know, as I'm preparing for the show, I'm watching MSNBC, I'm watching the, the ads that they have up there, and it's, it's mind-boggling the amount of money these guys have to put into these Medicare Advantage ads. You know, these ads are not cheap that they're putting out there. It's not cheap at all. And they're bombarding people, and here's one that drives me the most crazy. The ad goes something like this. Uh, remember, if you have Medicare Part A and B, you may not be covered for eyes and your ears and your, and your teeth. Remember that. So you may want to get Medicare Part C. Please remember, Medicare Part A and B I mean, Medicare Part C doesn't automatically come when you have Medicare Part A and B. I can imagine people running to the phones and making the calls. Oh, you mean I got to go ask for Medicare Part C? And of course, Medicare Part C is Medicare Advantage. Medicare Advantage is what's going to then remove Parts A and B because now you're into private health care. It's one of the most deceptive forms of advertising to privatize healthcare that there is. And a lot of our brothers and sisters, our older brothers and sisters, are going to be fall, falling for this. They are going to be resigning their lives to private healthcare that's going to get them killed. And for those who have Medicare Advantage, that they happen to have a good one that's working right now. As soon as the government cracks down on the evil that they do, what I mean by the evil that they do is they make you sicker than you are when they report it to the government to collect more money on your behalf. And then they make you uh, less sick than you really are so that they can cut costs on your behalf. And that delta goes into the profit margins for the executives, uh, the executive bonuses and the shareholder profits. They do nothing to make you healthier. It is just there to make you sick. And I'm just seeing the commercial, and it just triggered me. How can we continue to screw Americans like this, forcing them into something that ultimately is going to hurt them when they need it most? When they don't need it, when they don't need a whole lot of health care, if you're 65 and 70 and you're, you work out and you do fine and you don't need a lot of health care, oh, it's no problem. It costs you less. But as soon as you need care, like Tom Hartman came on our program and discussed his friend who had prostate cancer and he knew he had Medicare and he took his Medicare to the Mayo folks and said, this is what I can, I, I have health care, I have health care. And that private healthcare system said, nope, we don't cover the Mayo Clinic. So even though they're the only ones with the procedure that you want to have, you cannot have it because we don't cover it. But you can go to that rinky-dinky hospital if you want to. 
You can go to that other hospital and they'll do what they'll do, radiation or whatever it is that they do. But you can't go to the clinic of your choice to take care of what you need to take care of. Because had you had straight Medicare A, B, and and Part D and Medigap, you would have been taken care of without a problem. But they don't tell you that in the ads. The insurance agent doesn't tell you that when he's trying to sell you a policy. It drives me bonkers to see what we do to the people we claim that we love. It drives me bonkers to see what even the even the uh, the the what's the name of that organization for old people that now I guess some of us qualify for the AARP. Even the AARP is selling Medicare Advantage. You know why? Because they make some money for the coffers of those who run the institution. So because an institution is a nonprofit does not mean an institution that one can rely on. Anyway, sorry for that rant in the beginning, but it just drove me crazy to see these ads on Medicare Advantage. Because they fool people and they'll get, they are going to get people killed. All right, welcome to the program. E2247, how are you doing? Breach MCP, thank you for writing the the AARP and asking them what are they thinking. Go ahead and sell uh, and 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 sell Medicare uh, Medicare Part. uh, What is it called? Go sell Medigap if you want to sell something um, AARP, please. But don't kill the people who depend on you most just because they are a nonprofit. AARP doesn't mean they aren't making money. John Cotter. Thank you, John. Hey, John, where are you? Are you here in the United States or are you overseas? Great hearing from you. By the way, John, today on KPFT 90.1 FM at noon, I had Mike, uh, Mike, uh, our, our new, uh, new county chair. Mike Dahl was on with me for the entire hour. And we also spoke to, oh, <clears throat> great. We also spoke to the, um, to the editor in chief of the Texas Observer, who they're trying to, to, closed down right now, but we'll talk about the Texas Observer in a little bit because I, I got home and, and quickly cut that up so that we could play it here for our audience out here as well. Anyhow, Bridge MCP, welcome to Politics on Right. Uh, who else we got here? Paul Fleming Sr. from Atlanta. Welcome to Politics on Right. E2247. Where are you, E2247? What, what state are you in? Melanie Keelan from Barcelona, Spain. We also have uh, who else is here? Our our Avet Avery Herod from Atlanta, May Wood from California. Uh, who else is here? Who else is here? Carl Cox, Carl Cox from Florida, I believe. And let's see where else. What else we got here? Breach says good radio show today. Thank you for liking the radio show today, Breach. I try my best. I try my best. Uh, what else we got here? Melanie says, read about the drilling lease in the Gulf today. Truly incredible. You got a link for me to read, uh, Melanie? Please put the link in there if you, if you have it. I'd love to read that. Eric Hayes says, your answer is mental health and secret service has studies on this mental illness. Mass shooting almost always tells someone close. How about education of the people and this and make better care of mental There are more young people doing this. And if not this, they're committing suicide or whatever. No, let's be clear. America has no less mental issues than Japan, no less mental issues than France, no less mental issues than England, no less mental issues than any of these countries. They, we do not have any other issues these other countries do not have. Yet, yet, 
our killing, our assassination, our murder of people with weapons of war far exceeds all these other countries. We have to start looking at where the problem is and stop buying the right wing meant uh, the right wing ridiculous sort of answers. No other country has this. Over 130 mass shootings and we are not even done with a fourth of the year yet. How can those of you on the right that buy the crap from your from the people who tell you guns don't kill people, people kill. I mean, how do you buy that when day after day after day we have these mass killings? Progressives, we just have to keep doing our work and we just have to disregard the leadership, the MAGA leadership we must disregard. And we just have to push forward and try to talk to those who would listen. That is what we've got to do. Julie Henderson is in the house. Where are you located, Julia? Just like, and by the way, John Cotter is from here, Houston. Eric Hayes is from Houston as well. Julie Henderson, I'm not sure where she's from. Uh, the world does uh, does have mental illness, but they also have healthcare. Very such a true statement, uh, a very true statement. E2247, I, don't, I still don't know where you're from. E2247, let me know what city you're in or what state or whichever one you want to tell me. If you don't want to tell me, then that's fine. Egber Eric Hayes says, Egberto, why did you not bash Tim Black on his view? Because I agree with Tim Black. If I lived in a neighborhood where a break into my home could occur, I would have bought a gun myself. I hate guns. But listen to what he said. He's not against gun control. He's not against background checks. He's not against any of those issues. He's not against banning AR-15s. What he's saying is many progressives just want no guns and body in someone's home, etc. And he's not for that. He wants to be able to protect himself in a dangerous neighborhood where cops don't come or where you can't trust cops. And I am 100% in agreement. Julie Henderson is from Massachusetts. I am 100% in agreement with Tim Black on that issue. Bruce Pollard says they would have had to search the perp space to maybe find the weapons. Red flag might not do that. Again, but you know what? She bought all those guns legally. All those guns legally. All right, let's see what else we have. Anyhow, so what I want to do here... Texas, is, Texas has a magazine, the Texas Observer, where the greats of Mil, uh, Molly Ivan, great reporter, great. She was once the editor of this uh, magazine. Uh, President Johnson kind of, she gave President Johnson hell when he was in the Senate, among other things, right? She's a true progressive. True progressive. So what happens? What happens? Uh, their board meets and they voted to shutter Texas's progressive magazine, the Texas Observer. Well, I want you to listen. I, I called up, or rather, I tweeted the editor in chief uh, this morning, said, Hey, I want to get you on um, KPFT 90.1 to talk about what you're doing. And he got back with me and said, Just tell me the time, let's get busy. So we went ahead and arranged the time, and here is the editor-in-chief of uh, Texas Observer, and we'll take it on the other side. We have on line with us right now, Gabriel Arana, the executive editor of the Texas Observer. Let's talk. Uh, 
bring bring him on please there we go all right gabriel how are you doing today uh good i'm the editor-in-chief but um more titles the better hey well you, you know you know you know i always kind of twist those words out somehow anyway look here i woke up to an email a few days ago that spoke about uh the the home of molly ivans and all the great progressive texas writers disappearing tell me about what's going on sir yeah, so on um, <clears throat> on Sunday, we found out from the uh, Texas Tribune that um, we were all losing our jobs and that the board had decided to shut down the magazine. Um, they talked to the press before they told us a thing. We had been, um, you know, asking for information for weeks. We'd been offering to help with fundraising and uh, total ra- radio silence. So, you know, this came in as uh, a total surprise and a shock to everyone. And, you know, as, as soon as it happened, we um, we decided to get to work and raise money so we wouldn't have to shut down. Gabriel, I need to really verify. I mean, I, I want to see if I understood what you said. Did you tell me that you guys did not hear about the fate of the, the, this magazine, Molly Ivan's Home, the home of great writers who challenged John Johnson and all the presidents, etc. You didn't hear about that until you read it in the Tribune, the Texas Tribune. Yep, that's right. Uh, it's crazy. You would think that um, the, uh, the board would want to work with us, and we, um, yeah, and, and um, <laughs> involve us in any decision in, uh, involving shutting down the publication. But no, total surprise. We found out from another outlet. Um, yeah, which is, you know, really unfortunate. Well, it's also to me, uh, it's disrespectful. First of all, tell me, tell, tell our audience a bit of who and what is the Texas Observer? So the Texas Observer is a nonprofit uh, media outlet, uh, progressive publication. Uh, it's been around since 1952. Um, we're 69. We're about to hit 70. Um, you know, I wouldn't be able to name all of the illustrious uh, alums who have come through here. Um, you know, and we try to hold um, um, we try to hold uh, politicians uh, accountable. And you know, the Texas Observer is indispensable, uh, as they say. Uh, how Texas goes, so goes the nation. Uh, the truth is that women are under attack here, trans people, queer people, trans kids, drag queens. Everybody who isn't rich, white, Bible thumper is being run out of the state. And uh, Texas needs the Texas Observer, and democracy and the free press need the Texas Observer. There's no doubt about it. I tell you, we get a lot of our articles and our uh, the, the, the many of the issues of the day because you guys work so hard to go to places where most of us bloggers and, and hosts cannot really go to. So you guys are, are uh, utterly important to all of us. Now, I know that, um, you know, a lot of times people say, including here at our station, people say, you know, you know, if people want, want you, they're going to invest in you. And what we've noticed uh, is as soon as people started to see that there's a possibility that they may lose you, that uh, you started to raise some, you started to raise some, some good money. How is that going? Uh, it's going great. I mean, we originally uh, wanted, um, you know, to raise uh, 200k to avoid the layoffs. People keep uh, donating. Um, we continue to need money, so uh, don't don't think we're done. Um, and um, <clears throat> yeah, so the, um, the the staff got to work. Um, 
uh, raising money, and it really shows how much um, how much the public cares, how much uh, we need the Texas Observer, um, and how much people you know care about a free, um, independent press. Uh, as I mentioned, we're a nonprofit; we don't get corporate donations. We don't have you know we're not some part of a um, you know big conglomerate. Um, we're a shoestring operation, and we punch above our weight um, constantly. And, you know, it's obvious as, as, as soon as we let out the news, um, you know, people uh, responded both with their voices on social media and, you know, calling the staff and then, you know, voted with their wallets. And, you know, the, the, the amount of the money, uh, the, the total amount of money, um, I, I shouldn't say the total amount of money doesn't matter, but, you know, what matters is, um, you know, people giving what they can, even if it's a dollar, you know, um, it's uh, people's support and their love for the observer that, that counts. And that's what we've really activated. And I mean, it's been humbling and, you know, an, an honor to see, you know, how many people love the observer and don't want to see it um, go away. Well, let me just tell you, uh, the observe, the Texas observer is indispensable and all over on websites from the, I can tell you the websites from the blogger space, they will be out there supporting your cause to make sure that uh, you stay alive. We, we will not let you guys go. How is it going with the board? Are they board going to reconsider? Or are you guys going to reconstitute as the Texas observer? independent of that board? Uh, we're waiting to hear what they've decided. Um, you know, we've asked all the people who voted to shutter the publication to resign um, and let the people on the board who wanted to keep going, um, you know, join with us and, um, you know, uh, try to keep the, uh, the Texas Observer going. We, um, we've asked for them to get back to us by the uh, close of business today. So, you know, we're... Um, having internal discussions about what, you know, we could do, um, based on whatever decision, but, you know, um, we're, we're, we're waiting to see what they say and then we'll, you know, we'll, uh, we'll decide and say what we one, say, but we're dedicated to saving the publication. One last question. If, uh, if they decide not to do anything, do you have the option to keep the same name, reconstitute yourself with the same employees and just go ahead and build a nonprofit around that new entity? Um, uh, we, yeah, we don't um, have ownership of the name. That's why we, you know, are asking the board to let you know at least the staffer on the board. Um, yeah, not not sure what we um, what we're gonna do. I mean, the Texas Observer isn't you know isn't a name. It's a or a piece of paper. It's, it's the you family. Know, like yeah, tweeted earlier. Yeah, it's the people who work here now, the people who've worked here before, and it's an idea in the minds of our readers who who love us and don't want to see us go away. Hey, this is Mike Doyle. If I can jump in, you know, I've been a subscriber for decades and, and have seen so much oh, of thank you. journalism. Uh, and one of the things that kind of steps out for me, knowing how well it's done is what are the folks doing now? Is this how many great stories have been inter interrupted or, or, you know, halfway done or halfway ready to roll out that you need to share, especially during what's going on right now in the legislature? Yeah, I mean, we have um, already uh, to go to press an issue of the magazine about uh, attacks on women's health care. Um, and, you know, the, the staff is still working, you know, trying to raise money, but still working at the same time and still doing, still publishing, um, you know, daily, um, still doing um, the work that we believe is uh, important in standing up for social justice. And, um, yeah, I'm... Uh, uh, we're uh, doing the exact same thing we've done, um, you know, the whole time we've, we've, we've been here and, and trying to raise money, but also um, continuing the work and, um, 
yeah, hoping we uh, can get this issue of the magazine. Excellent. Anything else you want to ask, Chairman? Yeah, no, thank you. Uh, it, you know, it's so many of the great stories that have come out, uh, uh, particularly, are so important during the legislature. And, you know, my, certainly the hope is of every progressive, every Democrat, really every thinking person that wants to see what's going on in depth in the state is looking for you all to succeed. And uh, uh, from the end of the day to the beginning of the day, your work is greatly appreciated. Um, well, thank you so much. That uh, that means um, so much. And uh, keep keep reading, keep subscribing. Uh, Absolutely, that is a Texas fan. observer. Gabriel, do you have some final words you want before we close the segment? Um, just that I'm, um, you know, really proud of the staff's work. Um, really proud of the money we've raised. And you know, I'd ask your uh, listeners to go to our uh, GoFundMe or our account on Twitter and um, and show your support. And um, and thank you so much for having me on. Thank you so kindly. When I saw what was happening, I said, you know, that's what we use our our voices for. So thank you so kindly for you guys being who you have been, Molly Ivans and all the greats that there. You yourself, and I read some of your articles after I. I found you you guys are simply the best we need you here in texas okay oh thank you very much so appreciate your support have a wonderful day i mean uh i have their page up right now their their gofundme page check this out they raised more than a quarter million dollars and i'm putting the gofundme into the um into the thing for anybody who wants to to help these guys they got 3.8 million i mean 3.8 thousand voters so far i mean uh donors so far and they've raised uh 278,379 so far on their way to 300,000 i let me tell you what i really think is the progressive base need to come out and pump them up and make sure that these guys stay alive the truth of the matter is uh as far as their board is concerned um i i can't it, it boggles the mind that some on the board would actually vote to close this great magazine down. I just, it is almost like a few of these guys got purchased to take out the word of wisdom, the word to let, let Texans know how destructive their legislature has been. These are the guys these are the guys that don't say, oh, well, it's six of one, six of the others. These are the guys that says the truth. Republican policies in Texas are killing people. Republican policies are t- in Texas are making people sick. Republican policies in Texas are harming your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, your uncle, everybody else. This is what we're talking about. John Carter says the board should be replaced by people that actually care about progressive media. I 100% Agree with that, my dear brother. I 100% agree with that. Bruce Pollard said, when the mental doctor said weapons were a bad thing, the family told her to sell all her weapons, the one they knew about, but she didn't tell them she had the others. Bridge MCP says that kid may have been transgendered, but he was still a white male. But uh, I am not going to discuss that with Bridge. Bridge is more qualified to talk about that than I am. Um, Julie Henderson says, fascism reduces freedom rights one by one. The veterans will notice a change most. Much has changed in the past eight years. True, John Carter says, what would it take to remove the observer from under the Tribune? I don't think the observer and the Tribune really has a relationship. Am I missing something? I think the, 
the the Tribune, I mean the the Observer is an independent, if as I understand it, nonprofit under the the nonprofit license of Texas Freedom or a Texas Democracy something, if I recall correctly. Um, let's see what else we have here. E two two four seven says the synthesis report of six assessment re- report. It's overview of state knowledge and science of climate chaos emphasizing new results since five the fifth assessment report. Okay, in 2014. John Cutter says the observer has raised over 200K in a day and the board is supposed to respond by today. And I'll be checking out to make sure they respond whether they responded or not. Julie Henderson says veteran uh, military will be more aware because the change is more noticeable after being away for a few. Oh, I guess I read that already somehow, right? Anyhow. Para ver qué más tengo, Bree says, Bible thumpers think they literally take the word of the Bible, but they do not. If they ever went and saw what's in certain parts of the Bible, who should be stoned, who should be stoned based on what they eat, and all that kind of stuff, they'll think twice. Paul Fleming Sr. says every child has a heartbeat before being shot to death. Where is the outrage for the, from the pro-life people in the GOP? Again, it's not about, remember, this is, has never been about life. It has always been about power and suppressing some. Remember that. It has always been about power and suppressing some. Uh, E2247 says, why was 1934 the warmest year in the U.S.? Climate scientists often get strawman questions. So great response is, it wasn't. <laughs> I, I guess you read that somewhere, E2247. E2247 as well says, but then ask, why do you think it is to turn the conversation to the motivation, which is what really matters? Melanie Keelan plea to read about the drilling base in Gulf Today is truly a good plea. Where is the article, my dear Melanie? Please let me see the article unless I missed it. Uh, Melanie Keelan says, he do so heartbreaking on so many levels. I spent my childhood summers on the Gulf. I want to see the article. Please send me the link. Uh, let's see what else we got. Carl Cox says, the board only cares about money. And E2247 says, he Patas 46 breaks his promises nearly daily. John Carter says, I misunderstood his comment about the Tribune. Uh, yeah, no, what happened is that um, the Tribune got the message before the employees did. And believe it or not, one of our listeners, our, our supporters, Kathy Courtney sent out an email and said, I can't take it anymore. Look at what's happening. And, you know, I kind of read it and I couldn't believe it. So I, I let it pass a few hours and I'm like, wait a minute. Kathy just said, the observer is going away. And it was like, oh my God, our progressive mag's gone. Anyway, uh, Melanie Keelan says, this stuff is out of his hands, drilling in Alaska too. The issue isn't about which year was the warmest, but how frequently warmer than average years are occurring and how much warmer than average they are. That's right. Hey, y'all from Lee Grant. Anyway, we were talk- some of you were talking about the gun issue. I want you guys to see this because this hurts to the core. Here we have a Tennessee Republican who just throws his hands up in the air and says, my daddy told me that if somebody wants to kill you and they don't care, they're going to still be able to kill you. And then he says, well, I want you to listen to this and then we'll take it on the other side because 
This is the height of incompetence and someone that does not believe in Congress solving America's problems. Check out what he has to say. It's a very short clip. It's a horrible, horrible situation, and we're not going to fix it. Criminals are going to be criminals, and my daddy fought in the Second World War, fought in the Pacific, fought the Japanese, and he told me, he said, buddy, he said, if somebody wants to take you out and doesn't mind losing their life, there's not a whole heck of a lot you can do about it. What should be done to protect people like your little girl from being safe at school? Well, we homeschool her, but, you know, that's our decision. Some people don't have that option, and frankly, some people don't need to do it. I mean, they don't have to. Um, it just suited our needs much better. Did you hear that? Uh, when now it's it's personalized to him now. You know, what about your kid? Ta-da-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta. And then he goes out there and he says, oh, I home tool my kids. In other words, I'm not going to put my kids out there to get their heads blown off. And I'm not going to work. So therefore, I don't have to worry about passing laws to prevent there to be manufacture of AR-15s getting into the hands of, of uh, anybody who wants to go out there and mass murder. Do you get it? Do you really, really understand the pathetic <coughs> nature of these people? They don't care about you. They don't care about me. They care about their immediate families and their ideology. Hey, Paul Fleming, I, you know, I, I couldn't, I listened to the hearing on, uh, I listened to that hearing on C-SPAN on my way to KPFT. That was a hell of a hearing. I'm going to get some outtakes of that hearing to play tomorrow. Because you are so right, sir. The, I don't know which part the SEIU got, but I mentioned about it a bit on KPFT today. When this guy had the nerve to say, I am, I am successful. I'm a, when you say billionaire, I earned it. And the way he said he earned that billion, my blood pressure spiked. When he said he earned that billion or the billions that he has. Because for every barista that I have given a tip to, for every barista that has prepared my Starbucks, for every barista that has done all these things that I watch, I love my, I will continue to support Starbucks. I will continue to go to Starbucks. I will continue to love on my baristas. But. Unfortunately, some of that capital appreciation would be going to Schultz. I would also be supporting the, uh, the unionization of all my baristas who want to be unionized. And I think they all should want to be unionized. He played God. We don't need no stinking union. We give great things. And, the, the, you know, there was a, one of the senators that had the best thing. Who are you? If you, you know, it's a big company. Who are you? To know what is right for your employees. They can't have a direct relationship with you. And that's why you have a union. The same reason you as a corporation are part of your own union. The manufacturer's union. Or they, they don't call it unions, right? The manufacturer's union and all these other things. Paul said he knew what would have gotten my attention. You know me well, brother Paul. You know me well. All of you know me well. All right. Julie Henderson says, Tennessee senator took family photo with underage children holding AR. I should put that one in the video when I post-process it. Melanie Keelan says, I posted the Guardian link. Thank you so kindly, Melanie. Uh, look for it. I, I, I trust that you mean somewhere in here and I missed it. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Summer of 76 was thrown 
at us incessantly when UK broke symbolic 40C record last July, even though temperatures in 76 had been broken multiple times between. Eric Hay says, how realistic is the climate goal, etc., and at what cost? Co you, cost is not an option in climate change. That is how trastornado the right wing has you thinking. If something is existential, then cost does not matter. I repeat, if something is existential, cost cannot matter. Because if cost prevents you from solving an existential problem, ultimately cost is immaterial because you're dead. If I could get folks to just think sometimes on these particular issues, and specifically I'm talking about those folks who are climate deniers or those folks who don't understand things. All right, let's see what else we got. Lee Grant said, we'd prevent more deaths if we got handguns off the street. They kill more than long guns. The problem is long guns are random most times. Handguns are not. And guess what? Well, I won't do anymore. Uh, let's see. Uh, Paul Fleming says, I knew that would get your attention and you, you knew me well. And Eric Hayes says, bring up the grade points on questions of are we getting Another set of people rich just in another energy category? Yes, 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 we are. And I think I've, uh, um, I think E2247, I've made that point before. The reason why I am not getting solar cells and the reason why I said I wanted the government to look at every rooftop as a potential energy source for which they would subsidize, right? Think about it. Here's the deal. I wanted panels on my home. The first thing they asked me is, how much was my electric bill? I, you don't need to know what my electric bill was. I want to know how much my panels cost, and not only how much my panels cost, but how much energy will I get, what's my return, etc. He didn't want to know that. He wanted to price the panels based on saving me a few bucks on electricity, but them, he capitalizing on most of the bucks made. Let's be clear here. That's not how it should work. That's not how we make life better. Now, I want you to think about something. Think about all the poor areas in... Um, Eric may not want the solar panels on his roof. That's fine. But think about how many people in the hood, how many people in the barrios, how many people in Appalachia that we could... Go ahead and have the government throw panels on their homes tied into their electrical circuit. And these people suddenly, suddenly, they serve two purposes. They are saving the earth from not throwing all that carbon into the air. We are giving them more money in their pockets, right? Because we are now using their rooftop as a generation engine. And they have more money in their pockets, I would, I would give a stipend, I would give a credit, that credit being the solar panels on every poor person's home. No longer will they have a $100 or $200 electric bill. It's like giving them $100 or $200 or whatever every month. There are so many things, so many things we could do to make life better for so many I want to do a calculation of what it would cost to solarize, let's say, 
of rooftops. I'd like to go 100%, but 20% of rooftops. We should do that. We should do that. All right. Uh, Eric says no solar for me, so don't get solar. Go pay your stuff. Lee Grant says, Egberto, you should tell the Chinese about the climate crisis. They're building coal-fired plants. Look, I, the Chinese are building coal-fired plants. Eventually, that will be obsolete. But let me tell you better. We Americans, the UK of the Industrial Revolution, have thrown so much into the air. We own that. So other people getting their industrial complexes ready in the short term, we don't want them to burn fuel. We probably want to help them out. But in the short term, what can I say? Kathy Pasquale, if nothing changes, nothing changes. We need to look at everything. Why we have a violent nation. Why we think killing people is a way to solve a problem. What are parents teaching their children? What is happening to the young men in our society? It's our whole society. It feels so overwhelming. And you know, like I said in, on, on uh, the You Talk on KPFT, the show that comes on at 8 o'clock, Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I said, here's the deal, guys. A state like Texas has a $30 billion, $33 billion surplus. Why don't we start using it to do good? Why don't we use it to do good? So Miss Kathy Pascal, you are absolutely right. Michael Rodnan is in the house now. Michael, you are late to coming in. We missed you. He says, makes me wish this story was, pu was public knowledge, but it's barely making the rounds in the mainstream media. Common dreams. Senate report credit suites complicit in massive conspiracy to help rich Americans dodge taxes. Senator Ron Wyden said Republican budget cuts have decimated the IRS's ability to root out this kind of offshore tax evasion scheme, but Democrats are committed to stepping up enforcement against wealthy tax cheats. As part of the 2014 deal, according to the Justice Department, Credit Suisse admitted to knowingly and willfully helping U.S. clients hide offshore assets and income from the Internal Revenue Service. You guys can continue reading that. It's a rather long article that Michael Rudnan posted, but I'm glad you posted it along with the link because you guys can go ahead and look at the link. Got an article in CNN and Reuters, but that's about it. it if the rich paid what they owe, like they used to in the 1940s and 50s, our nation's infrastructure wouldn't be crumbling and we would have a properly paid for social safety net. I agree. Uh, Paul Fleming says, if my electric bill averages 160, then why would I pay 300 a month? There you go. There you go, Paul. You just answered it. It's a ripoff right now. What we need is the, 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 when you put a panel on your home, there should be a credit forward for you because you're taking us off of, of you know, that energy. Now, my electric bill is ridiculously high because my computers run 24-7. I have some other stuff running all of that. So that's what it is. Egberto, you pay 25 years for solar panels. Well, most people don't stay in their homes. Oh, and if you live in a bad house, how is solar panel going to help them versus food or cheap electricity choices? Again, Solar panels will be the cheap electricity choices because I'm saying throw the panels everywhere. Some of the and, and that way they'll have an extra money to go buy their groceries. Eric Hayes says Egberto is okay with China doing bad thing bad, but forcing all of us to. You don't get it, but again, deep thinking, deep thinking, sir, deep thinking. Paul Fleming says rich people paying rich people to tell the middle class 
people to blame poor people. Oh my God, I love that one, Paul. I love that one. All right, one last video para ustedes that I need to play. And this one is Joe Scarborough. As you know, uh, El Señor, the, the vice, former Vice President Pence, was told that he likely had to testify. And you know everybody's complaining. They're complaining about, uh, you know, wh what to do. And, and, you know, I like what Morning Joe did here. Morning Joe showed the depravity that is now endemic within the Republican Party. I want you to listen to this, and then we'll take it on the other side. The judge ruled that while Pence does have some limited protections because of the speech or debate clause of the Constitution, which can protect lawmakers from being compelled to discuss legislative activity, that immunity does not prevent him from testifying about conversations related to alleged illegality on Trump's part. It's not clear if Pence will appeal the ruling. Here's what he said last night on the right-wing pro-Trump channel Newsmax. I have nothing to hide. Uh, I have a constitution to uphold. I, I upheld the constitution on January 6th. Uh, I believe we did our duty uh, that day under the constitution of the United States. We're currently speaking to our attorneys uh, about uh, the proper way forward. And as I said, we'll have a decision in the coming days. Really, it's, it's, uh, a lot of a lot of modifiers. Well, you know, I get, I get you, know, you know what else you could say? Newsmax. That's no. in the prompter. That's what I, I, I said. I, no, I, like I, I saw it. you reading the prompter by the right wing. <laughs> I struggled. Da, da, I think you have to do it these da, days. Pro Trump. But I there's agree. another. Well, there's you a larger point. Newsmax. I don't want to start a whole other conversation. Is it really right? Can you right wing used to be no, conservative? Not. Right. That's there's a difference true. between being conservative and just being a Trumpist. Uh -huh. Right. Exactly. Maybe that. Maybe. I, I never say conservative because no. they're not. They're, 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 they're the they're antithesis of conservatism, and and they're not. You can't even say they're the right wing because right wing usually denotes somebody that's pro-military exactly. pro law enforcement and they're not they hate the military they always talk about how they'd rather us be russia they 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 they, they hate uh, law enforcement if law enforcement was like the fbi or capitol hill cops if they're getting the way of of their sort of radical anarchic behavior they're not they're not even a right wing no and also they've just spent an entire event in Waco Texas celebrating the people who beat up cops on January 6th they have so can you imagine if the left did this oh they have <laughs> the leading oh candidate for president for their nomination for the presidency Praising, they have, they have put together a choir mm. of mm. convicts. It's deranged. They beat the crap out of cops. There you go. With an American flag, Willie, and and four died. Yeah. And their families directly oh. blame the assault, the rioters. They defecated in the cabinet. Can you imagine I mean, if left wingers did all of that? And then they go crazy. And then Bernie Sanders says, I have a good idea. <laughs> Let's make a choir. <laughs> and the choir, they can sing like they can sing and we can celebrate. <laughs> we can celebrate the fact that they beat the hell out of cops. And then they defecated on the Capitol. We can do that, right? That'll help us. Yeah. I, I mean, think fantastic. about that. What? What would? What would? 
Newsmax say? What would Fox say? What would all these right wing? They are openly praising rioters and convicts. You can see Bernie at Burlington, Vermont, having a rally, <laughs> a big on. rally with his puffer Mittens. coat on. Bring out the quiet. <laughs> Bring out no, the quiet. It, 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 it's, it's insane. Deeply sick, actually. Yeah. It's deeply. Oh, by the way, here's the choir on, uh, on their debut. These, these are your heroes. These are your heroes. This is the hero of the Republican Party. This is the. These are the heroes of Donald Trump. These are the heroes of MTG. This is who they love, Willie. They're visiting them in prison as if it's Birmingham. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes. My God, I lost it. Okay, finally, 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 finally. And one of our lights just went out and I thought I could get it fixed rather quickly, but I can't. I can't. So Forget, forgive that little dim thing that came out there. It looks like the light just blew as we started talking, which means I got to get it fixed. Anyhow, folks, I, I hope you liked that, okay? Because when, when you take a look at what Morning Joe is saying, it, he's correct. How, how can they possibly... How can they possibly? No, it shouldn't be frozen. I think it. I think. Uh, uh, go ahead and re reboot or not reboot, but I don't think it should be frozen. All right. I hope you like that. Anyhow, let me let me let me qualify that. Morning Joe is actually very right about this. These guys are glorifying. They're glorifying crime. Think about that. They're glorifying crime, and as he said, suppose this was something. That some lefty did. You would not hear the end of it. They would be talking about the lefties and, well, you guys know exactly where I'm going with that. So we, we ought to be cognizant of the grand hypocrisy that we're talking about here. The grand hypocrisy. Morning Joe is becoming just like The View. According to our good friend, uh, Lee Grant. Kathy Courtney says, Morning Joe is correct in this case. You're absolutely right. Morning Joe has been correct. I mean, I think what's going on is that um, uh, uh, Mia, Mika Brzezinski is starting to rub off on him. You know, she's a very smart woman. So that's what it is. Joe, he's on the money, is what uh, Bridge MCP says. Bridge MCP says, it won't hurt them. And that is sad. You know, I think as their district changes, it will. You know, I mean, even like uh, our district here with my congressman. Wow. And why can't I remember my own Congress, Crenshaw? Crenshaw is in Texas, too. And I can guarantee you in the long run, Crenshaw is going to pay the price. And that's why he has been trying to moderate the way he speaks now. Because our district, too, in Texas is a change in. It's a change in. All right, E2247 says, I got to turn off this electricity sucking stream, but I'm addicted to PDR. Oh, whoa, misfortune, affliction, and grief is me. My brother, thank you for your, this is a good addiction because we learn together. We are going to learn together. So that's a good affliction to have. Daniela Doe says, I simp to, to, to Kathy Pascal, I sympathize with you. It does feel overwhelming. So many cultural changes and divisive politics have made so many angry. 
it is going to get worse before it gets better, I think is what you want to say. Um, I don't know how much worse it can get, but what I tell people, those of you who are willing to give unadulterated love, try it. I'm going to try it. Not I'm going to try it. I do it. Right? Try to stay with everybody. That's what we got to do. That's what we got to do. Uh, Eric K says, oh, Forrest Spence, Forrest Joe, and Mayorkas, and on and on on talk. <laughs> All right. Carl Cox says, too many Democrats vote with Republicans to protect the mega rich, mega corporations such as corporate welfare. What we got to do is we got to talk to our people. And that is something that I spoke to with the chairman today when, uh, when we interviewed. We have to reach people where they are. And, you know, that, that's, that's what I mostly try to do. Every now and then I give, because you guys are here with me all of the times, I give some of you a hard time. But when I'm talking to uh, my white wing, right wing brothers and sisters out there, I am a lot less uh, forceful than in this room here at times. Um, but even in this room, notice that everybody has free reign and all my conservatives get to say, just about the things that they want to say, even though many times I know they don't believe the things that they're saying. I know many of you don't believe the things that you're saying. But anyhow, peeps, we're coming close to the end of the show. We are at 55 right now. If you have anything else you want to talk about before I, I, I get out of here, stick it in the chat. Let's see. I... P.S. I finally bought and received Egberto Willie's books. I can't post the photos here. But please do. And don't forget to tell folks to go get those books at politicsandright.com slash books. Politicsandright.com slash books. Kathy, um, I should have, you know, we saw each other many times at these different functions. Uh, and each time I said I'm going to bring these books and I forget to bring the books. So I decided to post it. I hope you got the bumper stickers and all of that that I sent you in the package as well. Anybody else uh, want, feel free to go ahead and, por favor, por favor, go to politicsandright.com uh, slash books and purchase the books if, at Amazon. If you want to get a, a copy directly, you can go to our, um, go to williesmediallc.com and I will be able to ship it from my, my place here and sign it for you. Solomon Kane, my brother, how you doing, sir? I hope you're getting better and stronger. Uh, let me know if you're getting better and stronger. He said, Egberto, hope things are well with you. Please tell Mike Doyle congratulations from Hi Bui and myself. I will tell Mike we're going to have a meeting in the next few days. So I will tell him uh, about, about it, El Señor. Since you're using your pseudonym, I won't I, I won't uh, say your your real name right now. Tell Egberto to show the link. Okay, I will show the link. Books even autograph. Yes, I autographed the books for you, my dear beautiful Kathy Courtney. And it's, I think it's about that time for me to go ahead and tell folks how they can support the show by getting some of our stuff. So here we go. Here we go. Aquí estamos. Please, if you are interested in getting my books as Kathy Courtney did... You can go to politicsunright.com slash books to get the books that will ship directly from um, that will ship directly from Amazon. But if you by chance, let's see what we got here. Oh, I got something wrong. Anyway, uh, so I just put that. Did I put that in the oh, I, I better put it again. It seems like it didn't take. It seems like there was an error in the in the in the room. Let me try it again. Did you guys see that now? I think you did. It's posted now. All right. There is a link to go ahead and get the books. 
You can also support the show by supporting us on PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal. Alternatively, you can become a Patreon, politicsandright.com slash Patreon. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, politicsandright.com slash Patreon. We need we need about a 1,000 patrons. We only have just under 100 patrons or so. Uh, you can support us as well on YouTube by just clicking on that stuff that says join. And you can join our YouTube channel that way. Or if you're not on YouTube, you can join our YouTube channel still by going to politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube. It's politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube. Sorry that you missed a whole lot of our show today, Bridge, but I love you. You know you're always here. No matter what, by the way, you can support us on Facebook as well, politicsandright.com slash Facebook. But here's the deal. The all-encompassing way to support us is by going to our all-encompassing support link, politicsandright.com slash support, politicsandright.com slash support. It has all the different ways in which you support the show. I want to thank all of you. Egberto, why don't you have a cowboy hat for PDR? Oh, I got to find one then. You see, you guys always tell me what to do. And I oblige. It's my job. <laughs> I'm going to look for a cowboy hat. You see, you got me working now. You got me working, Bridge. Madre mía, ¿por qué estás haciendo eso conmigo, corazoncita? But I will. I will. All right. Get the fishing hat. Uh, let Lee, he went to school. Maybe of those so-called Christians did something. To, I think that's what happened, Bridge. Egbert and PDR Posse, I say the following. Vaya con Dios and adios, muchachos. I love that, Carl Cox. I love that. I love that. I love that. Hey, Kathy, um, uh, we missed you at the UU Church for that great festival that they had out there. I thought you would have been out there getting some of that good vegan food that they served. It was really good. Uh, what else have we got here before I leave? Kathy Pascual says, march on, brave dedicated soldiers. Thank you, my dear, beautiful lady. That's what we will do. Another great supporter is Kathy Pascal. Uh, we have Lee Grant says, maybe the Christians made him trans. I don't know, Lee. And by the way, see, Lee gives me a hard time all the time, but I want to thank Lee. Lee has always been a good supporter of the program as well, because you know what? He like, what, what is it that you tell me all the time? You like free speech and you get free speech when you come here and I give you free speech as well. Because I'm going to speak freely. <laughs> Anyhow, it's about that time to get out of here. Uh, any messages that come out in the next 30 seconds, I'm going to read it. And other than that, I'm going to shut this baby down. So come on, messages. Anything else you guys want to add before I leave? Let me hear it, and we'll put it out there. Oh, one last question, and I want you to vote on this. Let me know if and when you guys want me to do the phones here on our internet show as well if you do i'll go ahead and reinvest in the phone system to go ahead and and have us have the call-ins again so your call you guys let me know what you want i won't ask you to vote now i'll ask you to vote a bit later maybe tomorrow or so anyway my name is egberto willies this is politics and right and you guys know how i end this baby i am what out where are you? Out? I am what? Out.
We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.